The Brandon Peters Show may contain explicit language and detailed plot points. For more information on the show, stay tuned to the end of the episode. Here's Brandon. Welcome back to the old space show. I'm Brandon, and this is my co-captain, Jim. I'm trapped in old space, and no one can hear me scream for my medicine. (laughs) This installment of Old Space Show follows our continued episode-by-episode travelogue through the first season of Space 1999, where the moon is knocked out of orbit... Wandering through the far reaches of space, the population of its human-built colony hoping to stumble upon a new home. Today, we are talking about the sixth episode, Another Time, Another Place. This episode. Two moons. This episode. Two Bergmans. This episode. One Regina. This episode. But it's spelled like Regina. This episode. It should be Regina. I'm almost positive that was a soap opera in the 70s on NBC, right? <laughs> another time, another place. Impossible. Like oh, Sense re- to the Out. No, that's Days right. It's one of those. It's like that. <clears throat> it sounds like that. As a reminder, we are going through the episodes in the fan-preferred production order, not broadcast order, as found on streaming services. So if you want to listen to our show in that order, you're going to have to wait till it's finished. Uh, this episode yeah. comes written by Johnny Byrne, who wrote Matter of Life and Death from a couple oh. episodes ago. Yeah, but Forget all that. This is directed by David Tomblin, my friends. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you guys know who David Tomblin is, but he and Patrick McGuin created a little show called The Prisoner. That you may have heard of. He also uh, directed quite a few films. He was also the second unit director, assistant director on Return of the Jedi, and the first three Indiana Jones films. Ooh. A good friend of Irvin Kirshner's. He worked on Return of a Man Called Horse with him. He also worked with Richard Donner on The Omen, Superman, and parts of Superman 2 that were directed by Donner. And Out of Africa, as well as Sidney Pollack. So he Quite a career on this guy, yeah. starting out at uh, Jane, you know, Space 1999. Right. And we also have uh, guest star Judy Geeson <laughs> as Regina Kesslan. Okay, let's get it out now. Before we yeah, talk about who Judy Geeson is, nobody is named Regina, okay. okay? I'm sorry. There's nobody named Regina. <laughs> yeah, if you thought I mis- mispronounced that, no, I did not. It's Regina. It looks like it, it is. It's Regina. It is Regina, not Regina. And but here we it. are at Space 1999, and this is Jim Ditz, and I'm Brandon Petters. No, Gim. Gim. <laughs> Gim. Yeah. <laughs> Gim Dietz. Yeah. yeah. Come just, on. Even in the future, nobody's that dumb. I mean, yeah. You know. <laughs> Nobody pronounces. Judy Geeson is best known probably for Serve with Love. She like okay. started out in that. But she also was in Brandigan with John Wayne, The Eagle Has Landed, 
She was also part of the Royal Shakespearean Company for a couple of seasons and was was recently in Rob Zombie's Lords of Salem. Mm. So, Mm -hmm. but she made a lot of crime in uh, horror movies too in the 60s and 70s, some of them at Hammer Studios. Oh, yeah. They had Christopher Lee in the last one and she comes over here. It's like that. Oh, Hammer, you got anybody free? We need a guest star. <laughs> Peter Cash will be the next one. Geeson's on break. Uh, yeah, he actually <laughs> does show up in a couple episodes. Ah, uh, see, see. <laughs> oh, I, I made both, that up off the top of my head. I had no idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was on my menu, and I think he was in the thumbnail for like two episodes from this one. Nice. Uh, <laughs> This one, uh, a force in space pulls in Alpha, slows up stuff. I have pauses. called. I have, wait a minute. I called it the magic space swirly because it looks like a swirly. It from does a, from a toilet. Yeah, uh, everyone, like, <laughs> it makes the equipment explode. First of all, very Star Trek like because as it explodes, the equipment that's next to it, of course, is violently thrown back like ten feet, right? Mm-hmm. And then there are disco lights. Yes. Lots and, and lots of disco lights. And everyone appears to be splitting into two selves, including Alpha. The, right. the moon itself splits. Right. And then uh, everybody just wakes up on the floor except for Regina. Who's and, going crazy. Yeah, she's still out. And her condition appears to be deteriorating, but she's got some weird thing going on with her hand and peeling skin. Well, and- first of all, that was terrible makeup. It's oh yeah! To, like I thought, it was like face leeches or something. I'm like, what? Does she have space leeches or yeah. something on her face? Ah, gross! But no, she's like, I've been out in the sun. I always peel, but I'm like, that's not what that looks like at all. Do you think if you're all. watching it on a tube television, NTSC or PAL in 1975, like you think it looks better? No. You think this is like an HD no. thing? No. no. No, no, I don't. I don't think so. And I just like how everybody's knocked out except her, and then mm-hmm. she goes is going incredibly insane. Yeah, well, she thinks Carter and Koenig are dead, and right. then they're they're in some. They find some solar system. Well, she thinks appears- she's outside too. She thinks oh, she's yeah, out yeah. In the sun, and that's why she's getting the sunburn. Right, it's a psychosomatic sunburn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I wrote in big letters: face leeches. That's <laughs> <laughs> what it looks like. Yeah. You're not wrong. And so there's this solar system. It appears to be home. And then the computer confirms the planet Earth. Third planet right. from the sun. Well, first, they're way off course. Like, right. first, after the space swirly, they're like, Bergman's like, I don't know where the hell we are. We're not where we're supposed to be. And then magically, somehow, they're going straight to where they need to be and right back into orbit around Earth. Yeah. Magically. Regina starts to get a little better and says Alan's her husband. And right, she, although Alan's you know, yeah. too much of a man to be settled down to just one yeah, woman, what, even if it's a guest star. Even yeah. if it's a guest star, you know, Alan's too rugged. It's like, what kind of fan fiction <laughs> is this? <And> but uh, <laughs> but like, here's the part that got me. All right, she's living in this delusion where she's in the sun and outside mm-hmm. and all this stuff going on, and part of her delusion is that she's married to Carter. Right. Right. So Helena, what does she do? She brings Get Carter in. down here. Bring yeah. in Carter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and then she and like she, flips out and has to be sedated right like good move Helena. <laughs> well, at first she's like i shouldn't do this but i'm gonna do this <laughs> she's like sure which she i think i feel like 
Barbara Bain, these three episodes, the last three here, she's really upped her game. Like I'm I'm digging Helena a bit more. Like I get think they're giving her stuff to do or involving her more, yeah. but I'm, I'm she's starting to come into the character a bit more, yeah, I think. They're they're kind of lowest laning her there for a minute where she kept being the victim, but now she's actually doing stuff. So yeah. I totally agree. But yeah, like first she's like, Oh, I'm so happy to do she like throws herself into his arms. And then all of a sudden she's like screaming that he's dead, and then she passes out. Mm-hmm. When, like, and in, Carter's like, "I, oi, what's going on here? Why is this blonde throwing your eye at something? I'm sorry. I'm going to do this stereotypical Australian voice for Carter because he's, he's just too manly macho to be even on this, like, space station with the rest of these guys. Bunch of nerds. Yeah, I'm the only alpha male. <laughs> they, named it, they named the moon after me. There's also in her room, there's a painting that she painted that says it's where she's from, and it doesn't look like earth or whatever and then bergman tells koenig at the same time that uh, there's a uh, been major geological changes on earth since well, they first left. they try well first they try to raise earth they try to get it on the thing and nobody has answered at all yeah and then koenig makes one of his wonderful base wide speeches <laughs> it's just come out of john koenig i'm like okay time for a nap everybody <laughs> he's, uh, he's reporting he says phase one of project project exodus will be launched as soon as we're into orbit. And then well, as soon as he does that, Regina has this dream. Yeah, she, it's like she has like a spectral visit from herself. Right, like, like she sees herself in a black robe, and then it turns from herself into a skull from a This is more of that Halloween cool store. dark room shit, trippy dark room shit that I love. So yeah, yeah, <laughs> I'm, they use I'm, a dark soundstage quite a bit. You're right, you're right. Yeah, I'm loving this with the skull and then like, She's in that black cloak, and then there's the funhouse mirror she smashed, and then she turns around and like clubs a crew member. So I'm like, oh, this was kind of it's Doctor Messias, yeah, yeah. And she then she like clubs another guy out in the hallway. That was weird too, because like they show her from like he's standing out in the hall and he walks toward her. They show her from his or her point of view, yeah, and he looks like uh, like (laughs) young Frankenstein on a bender or something. It was hilarious, yeah. but yeah, she wipes him out and gets a stun gun. Mm-hmm. They mark off that like Santa Maria is the only place that could stain life on Earth at this time. Well, first they have the uh, Earth orbit. They're all like, yay, hooray, we yeah. made Earth orbit. We've all been Oracle 5000 certified, yay. And then she walks in with the gun. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like, whoa, kind whoa. of a damper on everything. <laughs> it's, a, it's a real learning then, experience. You know, and then you see like this double image, right? Of yeah. Helena and and Kenny and Kenny's like, give me the gun, go ahead, give me the gun, give me the gun, and she flips out, shoots one of the uh, consoles that didn't explode in another episode, right, and then throws herself in Carter's arms and passes out again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they find out that she has two brains, and then she's dead. Yeah, but yeah. The girl I wrote in big letters: the girl with two brains. <laughs> and there's that they see the other moon as well. Right. First, they realize that she has two separate brains, and the resulting pressure. Of the brains killed her. That's what they said. I'm like, what? Yes. <laughs> How does that even work? <laughs> and then they realize there's another moon behind right. the Earth, like right after. Folks at home, if you can guess who's going to go check out that moon, take a drink. <laughs> you know what it's going to be. Yep. Koenig goes out to check it. Koenig and Carter. Carter, Carter pilots it. Yep, yep. Bergman is like, we caught up with ourselves. I'm like, what the hell does that mean? Yeah. 
<laughs> and I gotta say, I love this shit too. This I always love deserted yeah. space station stuff like what happened here type situations. I love like aliens. I when, know like, I keep I, saying this stuff and this is a Star Trek ref, but this is a total Star Trek ref. Oh There's yeah. One episode where Kirk's like alone on the ship and mm-hmm. they've done it on the next generation too, I think. With yeah, uh, yeah. With Troy. But yeah, it's the same thing. Like all the moon base has been stripped. It's like, it looks like it had been stripped by street gangs. Like everything's gone. (laughs) There's a crashed eagle on there and they find dead Carter there. And uh, they make up some bullshit. Like, cause when we cut, we cut over back to the medical room and there's Koenig's body there too. And Uh, Helena's like, yeah, they've been dead for five years from an eagle crash. And they're like, but, but the moon, blah, 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 preserved the bodies. So on TV, you can clearly see that these are. Yep. Perfect. Techno babble to explain it, but of course, nothing to rot them on the moon. Right. 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 Technically that's right. So from here they go to earth. Well, they just because Koenig agrees, thinks that, oh, this is the one place they can settle life. That must be where they were. And then uh, Helen is like, well, yeah, that's where Regina's delusions were telling her we were. We should have followed those. Right. What? (laughs) Why would we follow delusions? Santa Maria on Earth is now a like spooky woods. Yeah. (laughs) I loved it. Like, it looks really cool. It's like, it's a very good for like a scary thing. I'm like, and who, who are the only two that go to Santa Maria? The, yeah, oh, who are the only three? I'm sorry. Well, it's, it's Helena and Carter, Carter and, and, and Ko- Koenig. So, you know, two people they don't have to double up. Right. <laughs> Again. Yeah, it's very convenient. They see Bergman is on Earth and he's got a little bit longer hair. He's wearing a robe. And they're also, then they see Helena and Sandra. And it's, it's an Earth that is either. They've determined that the planet is either before life on Earth or after life on Earth. There's no determination, but... Well, evidently what happened was their moon got knocked out of orbit and messed up their Earth, and they Mm -hmm. moved to Earth from the moon rather than go away, right? But it's a different Earth because it's an alternate reality of Earth, and oh, this is where my head started to hurt. Yeah, it's. I think it's a... It's a cool concept that either the show needed a couple more drafts or it didn't have enough time to explore. Right. And then Helen meets her Helena meets her other self and Helena's other self dies. Well, she's like, I'm old. There's back to the future two reference there. But well, she the, we find out that Helena and Koenig surprise get married and yeah. and this and she's excited to see him and the jealousy from uh, from our Helena as she watches the right. one go to his arms and and Kona's like all and Sandra together he gives her this look he's like I remember when you were in Zantor's cryo chamber yeah I remember about that. how you like me now and this is you <laughs> this is a I you I cheat on you with you <laughs> yeah so this group is like five years ahead of every like that it's right. what's happened when they split like a five year head start or something. So she dies. Oh, the Regina, the, she had died already too. Right. And after at the a same storm time, that it yeah. happened, it was the same time they came yeah. into orbit. So. Yeah. And they're like, well, let's live here. And like, no, you're not living here, Koenig. And like, you made the decision or something like that to, to get there. Berg's, um, Berg's like, look, look what happened with Helena and, and her thing, you know? Yeah. And she yeah. dies in Koenig's arms. You know? Right, and the settlers are like, you know, you guys need to get the hell out of here. And King's like, no, dude, let us stay here. Like, and we'll Berg- go, we'll go a couple miles down the road. It's right. fine. And Bergman's like, nah, no, nah, nah, bro, 
now, yeah. bro. And Paul, Paul <laughs> on this planet has a full-on beard, and yeah, yeah. he's like Tony, uh, what was his name from the Woody Allen movie, Tony Roberts or whatever is yeah. his name, the, the, hey, dude. the male for the bad fro. Yeah, he, he's got that going on. The group, they return to Alpha, the two moons collide with each other, and time and space is fixed. Everything's cool. And Everything's good the, again. Then wonder, like, did they ever really exist? Right, and then, but then Helena reaches down and finds a bouquet of roses Ooh. given to her by the Bergman of Earth. That's right. So they did, after all, exist. Mm-hmm. We should have another drinking thing if, if an episode ends on a question, <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. If it ends ambiguously. Yeah, it ends with a hmm, pondering of life. But yeah, this one, I, I'm gonna, for me. I know there's brain hurting with stuff, but I'm gonna. I really like the effort. I really like. Was, yeah, a they're, for effort. They're going for <laughs> some cool sci-fi concept stuff to throw it in, rather than just being 2001 ish. Somebody had a good idea. Maybe they weren't the correct person to write it out. Maybe some something's there. Yeah, something strong's there. I agree with your earlier statement. It could have used another draft. Kind of get that idea out a little better. Kind of. Yeah, they spent too much time on Alpha, and they needed to get down to that planet and live around and have weird stuff happen while they were with that group. Yeah, they spent more. too much time with Regina. Yeah, that was, <laughs> and her face ages. Yeah, but I keep doing stuff like this. You're gonna nail it sometimes. You're gonna whiff big sometimes. But I, I appreciate going for it. The Gonzo. At least, yeah. At least they took a shot. You know, at least they mm-hmm. took a swing. Yeah. I thought it was cool. And, like you know, considering that... the budget constraints and the, the area, the era it was made mm-hmm. and the concepts they were going for, you know, alternate right. realities, the, you know, things we see now in a lot of movies. Right. And Barbara um, Bain was outstanding in this one. And the guy who played Bergman's pretty good, too. Like, I, I yeah, thought this yeah. was really good. He's kind of low key. He's kind of low key the MVP of this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he is. Yeah, Bergman, he's there. He's like, what roles is he? So Landau's supposed to be the Kirk, right? Is yeah, but he's not nearly as forceful uh, or his leadership. Is Helena the Spock then? I think I think Bergman's more of the Spock because he's more cerebral. True, although he's got the the attitude of bones. Crotchety guy. Yeah, yeah. He's he's got the attitude of bones, but yeah, he's yeah. It's kind of interesting that dynamic. So he's Bones and Spock, and then Helen is just Helen. Right, right. And then what, what would uh, Carter, would he or be? Chapel. Carter would be our Riker. Yeah. He reminds me of Riker a lot, the headstrong, alpha, uh, aspiring male. Yeah. I was going to original crew. I was like, was it Chekhov? Was that who he'd be? Or I can't. Maybe. Maybe. It's an interesting crew. That'll do for another Moon Buggy Adventure. Till next time, Jim, what's going on with you around the new space in the web? Well, you can hear me every week on Nothing's On at the Taylor Network of Podcast.com with my cohorts, Daryl Taylor and professional comedian Donnie Salvo, as we go over the weekend in uh, news of the entertainment, TV, and movie variety sort. And also, you can check me on the Walking Dead TV podcast every week that the show is out. We do uh, an episode devoted to that, and those are available on iTunes and on the web. Quality network over there at HHWOD, sir. Why, thank you. And you can find my written work at wisebloo.com, and I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Brandon4KUHD. There's more from the Brandon Peters show this week, but from Old Space, Alpha out. Thank you for listening. The Brandon Peters show is a Creative Zombie Studios production. 
produced by Brad Shoemaker and Brandon Peters. Written and edited by Brandon Peters. Announcer vocals by Jessica Alsman. Theme song by Metavari. Web design and show art by Brad Shoemaker with Brandon Peters. All music and clips featured in the episode are property of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Additional information on this and other episodes at thebrandonpetershow.com. For any inquiries, press opportunities, or sponsorship, contact mail at thebrandonpetershow.com. The show is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or anywhere podcasts are found.